Welcome to the Mully's Place Podcast. Tonight, Dave and I are going to be backtracking on some of the things we said last week about having to work every weekend. We're also going to be talking about one of the biggest movies of all time, Frozen, and then one of my favorite hobbies, geocaching. If you don't know what it is, hang around, you'll find out. Let's get on with the show. Hey, Dave. Hi, Jim. How was your week this week? Pretty good, but I got to be honest with you, I'm playing hurt tonight. Why is that? Well, last Sunday, uh, my daughter's wife and I went to one of my favorite Your daughter's wife? Da- we're going to have to start again. <laughs> I've already screwed up. We're good. No, we're not good. That's no? terrible. Actually, my, that's okay. Fine. Well, let's, let's start again. That, well, that makes it fun. Okay, fine. Okay, anyway. So my wife and daughters and I, mm. we went to one of my favorite restaurants in Fujieda, um, mm. and we ordered some very nice food, but we were all very hungry, so we ordered what they call in, in Japan, karaoke. Karaoke? Karaoke. Karaoke. Mm. Mm. I, I don't want to say that incorrectly because a lot of my students are saying, karaoke? Right, You right, ordered right. karaoke? Not karaoke, right? And the thing is, it's deep fried and it's usually basically deep fried mashed potatoes. So mm-hmm. extremely high calorie, but but delicious. Well, a lot of times it's got corn inside of them. A lot of times it's got corn. Sometimes a little bit of meat and stuff like that. Mm. Everything. Really good stuff. Well, anyway, they, they brought it to our table. It looked great. And the lady said, um, be careful. It's hot. Mm. And I said, sure. You know it's coming. Mm-hmm. So I opened it up to let it to let it cool down a little bit. I thought it cooled down enough. I popped it in my mouth. I really burned the upper inside mm. of my mouth, and it's still hurting. I've had to take Tylenols this week. Um, mm. I've had to, it's really. When bad. did you do that? Last Sunday. It's okay. been a week. Well, Dave, let me give you a tip, please. And uh, everybody, everybody out here that's mm. listening, mm. here's a little tip: when you're eating something like that and mm. you fear that you may burn the inside of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Have your children try it first. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Take a drink of water first and swish the cold water around in your mouth before oh. you throw it in. Oh. And that will... Your mouth's nice and cold. Okay. So you won't get that burning effect. Really? Yeah. Damn, where were you last Sunday? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. But, um, you know, but, I'm not mad at, I'm not mm. mad at the restaurant. I'm definitely going to go back there because I love their food. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's still painful. Well, I might even have to go to the Well, now you got to let me in. Which restaurant is it? It's Restaurant Cresson, and it's near Rangeji Park. If you go straight down past Rangeji, where um, there's the, the bookstore, mm-hmm. and you turn left to go to the parking for Rangeji, if you turn right past the bookstore, if you keep going straight, it's going to be on your left, uh, there's Cresson. I know exactly where you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and it's right next mm-hmm. to Coin Laundry and okay. Tantas Place. Yep. Love that place. It's not gorgeous, but damn, the food's good. Mm. Good eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, one of my favorite restaurants here, mm. and you've been there with me numerous times, mm. is that ah. that yakitori place. Yeah, it's a good there. place. That's yeah. a nice place too. Uh, anybody, yakitori is chicken on a stick. Chicken on a little, stick. Little 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 cubes of chicken that are mm-hmm. stuck on a little skewer. Yeah, and they uh, they cook them over a fire. Barbecue. Or, well, it's actually it's like a hot element, isn't it? Now, yeah, I guess rather so than is. a flame. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, you know, I've got a little story about that. Oh, please. Um, okay, guys. Now you have to picture this. They've got this. This grill, it's about, oh, maybe two and a half feet long, maybe a foot across, and there are two two or three, like, wires that go across across the top of it, mm-hmm. and down below there, there's a heating element. Mm-hmm. It gets yeah. really, really hot, uh-huh. or, or it could be coals or whatever, yeah. and they lay the, the chicken skewers on top of those little wires yep. and let the heat from below cook them up, and the grease drips down in mm-hmm. there and everything, and it's really good stuff. And usually what they do is they'll give you a choice between uh, tare, which is sauce, mm-hmm. or shio, which is salt and pepper, or mm. just salt, right? Right. Um, 
So I usually order the tare. And what they do with the tare is the sauce. They once they take them off of the off of the grill, they dip them down in like a pot of sauce and then pull them out good. and lay them on the plate. And you got the sauce drip and you get extra yeah. sauce all over the place. Yeah. Really good stuff. So yeah. anyway, one day Tomoko and I are over at the pool hall, mm-hmm. and right down the street from the pool hall, there's one of these little roadside yeah, shacks. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they do this a lot with shacks for for this. Right. It's, it's just this yeah. one little tiny building. Because you don't need a lot of space for this. Right, right. Yeah. And it looks like it looks like one of them uh, little storage sheds that you would mm-hmm, buy. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Except the front opens up. Yeah. Okay. And they're probably just as clean as a storage shed as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It was a filthy place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, pretty smarmy looking guy running it. And uh, which makes it taste all the better, you right? Know? And those usually are the really good. <laughs> really and this place, true. this place had good yakitori. I'd eaten I there quite a few times. Okay, the smarminess adds yeah. to the flavor. So, so I said, so I said to Tomoko, I said, we got to go over here and get some yakitori. So we walked over there, yeah. and we're the only ones standing there, and mm. he's cooking our yakitori, blah blah blah. And when he Went to dip the the yakitori into the into the bucket. I'm afraid this is going to be disgusting. <laughs> when he went to dip, dip the yakitori into the bucket, yeah. a little bit of spit dropped from his bottom lip yeah. and went right into the sauce. Yeah, and that wasn't the first time that happened. I bet. And there was absolutely zero reaction from him. <laughs> like like the, oh, I'm sorry about that. You know, yeah. not that that would make up for it, no. but. But it was just like nothing had happened. Yeah. So we didn't say anything. We were just like, okay, all but right. But did you eat it? We took it. We went back to the pool hall and threw it away. Yeah. You just, once you and, see something like that, you just can't eat it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you, you got to admit that was probably, you know, not the first time. And there's probably, yeah, you'd eaten that before. And that had probably happened a few seconds or a few minutes before you picked up the food. But at least you didn't know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm difference. sure that wasn't the first time. No, 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 no. Yeah, he a little has, bit. Yeah, little he's bit probably practiced spit. that. Yeah. <laughs> he probably enjoyed it. Yeah. Yes. So what else is going on, Dave? Well, not much. It's been really busy. Um Yukiko's cousin uh, came over from uh, Germany uh, to uh, to visit, and so that's why we went to Shizuoka Wait, to visit her. What? Wait, why is her cousin in Germany? Because she married a German. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. her cousin, a uh, uh, very nice lady, married a very nice German, and mm. so they had a very nice baby. And so they came back, and we saw the baby. Sadly, we weren't able to play with the baby too much because I think the baby was a bit overwhelmed with all the people that came over to the house to see see the child. Um, and so that, that makes sense, but it was mm. nice to see them all and we had a nice time and that, then afterwards we came, we came back to Fuji and that's when I had the incident of my mouth mm. burn. Right, 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 you know, right. Aside right, right. that, it was nice. But, uh, just this week, not a whole lot of different stuff that I don't usually do. Just lots of work, lots of teaching, teaching mm. really nice people and, and just happy and very grateful that they come to my school. Mm. Sincerely, yeah. Well, yeah. I um, I started with a new student this week. Yay! Uh, yesterday, actually, awesome. Um, it went really well. Uh, fifth grade girl. Mm. Uh, she's uh, she's going to need some some training, but well, I that's think why she's taking lessons. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm you know looking forward to this. Uh, she seems to have a good attitude. Mm. I was really impressed with. Um, I was. She doesn't really know her alphabet very well. Uh, um, yeah. So I was working on the alphabet with her, and I'm trying to teach more phonics. 
based. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was teaching her the 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 pronunciation of the word of the letters, mm-hmm. and when I was doing F and V, mm-hmm. she actually did them really well, like the first and second time. I, I'm I'm getting that a lot more with younger with younger mm-hmm. students than than I did many moons ago. I think that's interesting. I don't know if they're getting that because they're listening to more English or where, but mm-hmm. I mean this is just. Uh, L and R's and B and V's and F's mm. and all that kind of stuff were very, very difficult for kids mm. many years ago. And I just, I think they're getting it somewhere on the street. Probably. Yeah. Well, one thing that I notice a lot when uh, teaching kids mm. is when I'm teaching like F and I yeah. tell them to bite their bottom lip mm-hmm. or they'll really like stick their whole bottom lip in their mouth. Exactly. You know, you know like, whoa, you don't need to go that yeah. far. You know, yeah. or when you, exactly. when you're teaching them a TH and they stick their tongue all the way out of their mouth. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Days of Suffering. thunder. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, Dave, I guess that leads into what we wanted to talk about, uh, w- working on weekends. Yes. Everybody's working. We can't sing it. Okay. No, you can't because we'll have to cut it. We couldn't right. even sing Barry Manilow last week. No, if we you, if you can't sing Barry Manilow, you can't do that. Right. Okay. One thing that I wanted to point out, we were talking that if you work for an archive, if you work for a lot of companies, that you will never see... The weekend. <laughs> you know. You'll never have daylight on You'll Saturday. Never, yeah, yeah, you just won't. Um, but there are some options, and this is one thing that I think we, we should mention. There is a specific company uh, that advertises that, look, look are you tired of, of n- you know, not having a weekend off? Are you tired of, of having to work at night? Well, then work for us. Mm. And uh, they, they're a company that does a lot of work uh, with uh, – Local schools, basically local schools will hire this company to bring in foreign instructors mm. to help with English and everything. Um, and if you get a gig there, then, yeah, you might get get some weekends off. You probably will get some weekends off. And perhaps you're out out of the school by a decent hour, like five or six or something like that. Mm. So there are options out there. Um, and there might even be some some uh, Akaiwa gigs, some conversation schools that uh, that are closed on Sunday. There are a lot of places that are closed on Sunday, so at least you'd get one day off. Oftentimes they pair that off with a Saturday, Sunday, or a Sunday, Monday. But a lot of them don't. A lot of them, they do split split those days off. Mm. But uh, there are options. I think we were maybe a little bit uh, too scary well, about the situation. Well, I wouldn't say we were too scary, but mm. I mean, obviously there's, there's going to be exceptions to the rule. Sure. But for the most part, you can plan to work on weekends, mm, especially yeah. You know, um, you know, that, at least on a Saturday. Saturday is still really busy, but Sunday, a lot of schools are closed on Sunday. That, that's one of the things I find doing YouTube mm-hmm. and podcast mm-hmm. is that uh, sometimes, a lot of times, when you say something, you'll get a lot of comments back saying mm-hmm. this, this, this. Okay, obviously there are more avenues than what we what we showed. Sure, um, but just for the, the hard fast rule. You should pretty much expect to work on weekends. Yeah, and I mean, if then if you do, then then you won't be so disappointed, right? You know, yeah. Prepare for it, and if you find something better that allows you to have the weekend off, Yippee. you're set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Super duper. All right, cool. Uh, well, Dave, this week, yes, uh, I'm going to move away from teaching. Okay. Um, this week, I watched Frozen. Mm. Now, did you see this uh, like in the movie theater? Or did you see this in some other way? Some other way. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I, I watched it online. Um, uh, now the reason I watched it is because, well, first I like Disney. Mm-hmm. I like animations. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed to say that Toy Story and Bugs Life, two of my favorite movies of all times. Um, I wasn't really interested in seeing Frozen, mm-hmm. but I had seen so many people on Facebook talking about it. Yeah. 
and like guys that I went to school with. Really? Okay, guys. Guys. Like saying, me? I'm getting a little closer. Saying, more light. Saying they're, you know, they're, it's a really good movie, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So I thought, well, hell, I should give it a try. Mm. So I loaded it up and watched it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, meh. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why I wanted to talk to you about this, because I think mm. it's interesting, and I think a lot of people would be interested in this. I had a student who mm-hmm. who was the same way. She and her family went to see Frozen about two or three weeks ago, and... She was like, I was good, but it wasn't as good as I expected. And I think, mm. I think that's a, a problem with a lot of movies. And that's why we talked about Godzilla last week. Mm. That's why I have stopped looking at any Godzilla stuff. Mm. Because I do not want my expectations to get too high. Mm. So when I see it, I'll be disappointed with whatever I see. Speaking okay. of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh no, you didn't! Um, but but it was a really really low quality, with people speaking in Chinese in the background or something like that. People standing up, walking <laughs> in front of the screen and stuff God. like that. Yeah, it was horrible. So I'm gonna have to see it again. But what I did see, I'm definitely gonna have to see it again. Okay, okay, back to Frozen. But anyway, so that's the thing in general about movies that I th- I think that uh, we have to be a little bit more careful of, um, and that is not to set our expectations high too high for movies mm. before we see them. And I know every single time that I see a movie where I, I hadn't thought about, is it going to be good or bad? Or I, I hope it's going to be good. I, I, I tend to enjoy it more. Mm. It's like, oh, I hope this is going to be good. I hope it doesn't, you know, if you have low expectations and like, well, it didn't suck. It was great. You know, that's fine. But mm. just have realistic expectations. Well, you know, my, like I said, mine was just from seeing all the hype from mm. people that I knew. Yeah. Um, I don't really care too much about like the public perception Mm -hmm, you know like mm -hmm, reading mm -hmm. reviews and stuff like that but when i hear you know people that i know that are going to see it and they're really enjoying it Mm. it kind of piques my interest because i know these people and oh well why so now you've lost a lot of respect for the people and and i'm like i'm like why why do these people have now good opinions why does this guy like this all right well hell it must be pretty good so i watched it Mm. and okay i'll say it didn't suck no did you see it? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh yeah, you got daughters. <laughs> um, it didn't suck. Yeah. I actually watched it twice. Huh? I watched it. Well, I, I'm, hey, I'm open to give things a, a second chance. Okay. Um, I watched it once by myself, and then when Tomago got home, I watched it again with her. Mm-hmm. What did she think? Um, she liked it. It's a, it's a chick thing. It's a chick flick. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it sucked, mm. but it wasn't, it's, it's no Toy Story. Mm. It doesn't touch Toy Story, mm. not in my opinion. See, now this is what this is another thing that I wanted to bring up, and I think there's another mistake that a lot of people make mm. too with movies. Frozen happens to be right now my daughter's absolute favorite oh, movie God. ever, and I'll be honest with you, I have to listen. To, I bought the soundtrack. We went up to another uh, movie theater, not the one near ours, because. Mm. They didn't show Frozen at, at the local one in English, and we wanted to have the girls watch it in English. So we, we drove up to a place called Lollaport, and we, we watched that in the afternoon. Oh, you went way down there for that, huh? Because that's, that's where they had it in English in the afternoon, mm. right? And we sat down, and we watched and everything. And I don't know which was more fun. Because, I mean, I, I'd seen a lot of the movie on YouTube because they kept listening to the mm. music again and again and again. Mm. So I knew all the, all the songs already. But I don't know what, which was more fun. Watching the movie, which I thought was a good movie... Or watching my daughter Amy, who's five years old, just with all her heart, watching it with a little with a little 
Hanky like really getting choked up and getting really uh-huh. into the movie and everything. And that's that's the thing that I I have to I have to mm. tell you in all honesty. This movie was not aimed at 46 and 47 year old men. Fair. Okay. Fair enough. And, and this is the thing that I think a lot of 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 um people forget nowadays that there are a lot of there are a lot of uh, geeks and, and you know, I'm not saying you're a geek but there are a lot, just a lot of right. people that's like oh this Batman sucked because it wasn't dark enough well I'm sorry boys and girls but Batman and all superheroes were originally meant for eight nine and ten year olds that's okay? right that's true and they're that's being true. and all these movies are being hijacked by geeks who've never kissed a girl and just you know <laughs> want to, you know want too much action it's not dark enough it has to be dark you know mm. frozen is for little girls that's true that's and true. um and i think in that way it hits the 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 ball out of the park now that. i will say this mm. the movie picked up considerably mm. after the snowman came into it yeah yeah, Olaf, right? Yeah, Olaf. Olaf. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. When he came in, I, yeah. I enjoyed that character. Yeah, he that was, was great. Fun. Um, mm. So overall, um, like I said, I don't think it sucked. No, I. It, I it was a decent movie. I mean, yeah. it's. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had a choice, but okay, we won't even use Toy Story because I don't think Toy Story is aimed at ten-year-old girls. I don't think so. Either. Um, so, if I had a choice between Frozen. Mm-hmm. And Little Mermaid. Okay, I would take Little Mermaid. Well, there you go. That's a, that's a good that's a good comparison. Yeah. Okay. That, that's I fine. think Little Mermaid's much better. Well, there you go. Mm. That's fine. Thunder um, sea. Yeah. Well, you like to meet, uh, mm. see again. I last Sunday before the mouth burning, mm. um, we drove to Shizuoka, which is about a, I don't know you know better about than forty five minutes. Yeah. That's all I heard were the songs over and over again oh. from Frozen on the way back over and over and over and over again. So that's all I'm hearing. But it is fun to hear the girls sing it along, too. Mm. So it's good for their English, and I love their little voices and everything. Yeah, I love um, your daughters, Dave, but I am yeah, I am not I envious of having to listen to those songs over and over and over, over again. I know them all. Yeah. I know them all. Now, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was good, and I, I, I thought it was enjoyable. I mean, again, the, the problem with with watching the movie for me is I knew a lot of the scenes already because I'd seen on YouTube, okay. you know, I knew the let it go scene and everything. And that, that's one of those kind of songs where because I'd heard it so much and now I'm getting so tired of it to a certain degree. Um, that's like, okay, well now I get to see the, the, the scene that I've seen a billion times on a tiny little screen now on a big screen. Mm. So that was nice, but I, I liked I liked the story of it. I liked you know it's it's good it's a good story for little girls. You know? Well, you know one thing that Victor pointed out mm. uh, when I was kind of complaining on Facebook <laughs> about it, uh, Victor pointed out uh, that it wasn't the Prince Charming saves everything bullcrap that yeah. that usually they are. Yeah. And yeah, okay, but it also mm. wasn't uh, something that they were putting together to me. You know, like. Women are good. It's just a nice story with mm. sisters and family. I just liked it. And that's why I liked it. It's a good story for girls. Yeah. And I have two daughters, so I like good stories for girls. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. So there you go. But I do like The Snowman. But that doesn't mean little boys can't like it. No, that's We true. have to be equal. Yeah. You know, I'm all into that. Right. I'm okay. always, you know. Me too. We're so people. We better be careful. We have to be we're careful. Gonna, we're going to lose people in, in this conversation. We don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Dave, mm. let's crack oh, open our I was drinkables. For it. Our drinkables. All right. I love making up words. Uh, Dr. Pepper and Dad's root beer tonight. Okay. This, this so get ready for podcast burping. Brought to you by Dad's root beer. Yeah. Last last podcast, I, I remember apologizing. <laughs> 
for um, burping so much. And I was thinking, well, tonight I won't have any carbonated beverages. I'll have some coffee mm. or something. And then uh, Jim, you know, like, oh, be sure to get a couple of Dr. Peppers or whatever. It's like, okay. So I'm so I'm so easy. <laughs> I tell you what, Dave, mm. um, we were going to avoid uh, hitting the comments, but there is one that mm. I want to address at this okay. point. Um, 660 dual overhead cam naked says, what is a noise? Okay. What I think you were ah. hearing. What I think you were hearing. Yeah. Okay. I have four. <laughs> there are four rice fields right across the street from my house. Yeah. And they just flooded them with water. Yeah. You're hearing the frogs. Yeah. We and were actually going to, we forgot to mention that because uh, I said before our oh. podcast, like, it's really noisy in here, Jim. Uh, they're going to hear the frogs. We should mention something like this and we just forgot. Yeah. Yeah. But because um, we were so concentrated on Frozen. Oh, but now he's saying, it, sorry, he's saying his, his PC's making noise. Oh. Um, but if you're hearing that, yeah, there, yeah I, I think that's going to show up on there. Because I was on Skype I the other be day. I was on Skype the other day with somebody and he said, do you have frogs? And I was like, yeah, they're <laughs> right across the street here. Yeah, we have frogs. We're in Putin Frogland. Well, and frogs gets us into the outdoors. Yes. The great outdoors. The very nice outdoors. Right. Geocaching. Geocaching. Now, a lot of people, um, um, I have made quite a few videos Mm. on geocaching Mm. uh, on my my channel. And uh, actually, somebody commented today that they were looking forward to this podcast. Well, that's good. Because they had seen my videos about mm. pod, about geocaching mm-hmm. but wasn't exactly sure what it was. Good. And this so is this perfect be... because I I have a list of questions here that uh, that I put together because I don't know a whole lot about it. I think it sounds like a great hobby, but I think a mm. lot of people would like to know more about it. And just to to give people a heads up, I think my first burp of the evening's coming soon. Okay. <laughs> so, good old Dr. Pepper. Well, anyway, what is geocaching? I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. Geocaching, Dave, is Mm. basically a high-tech treasure hunting game. Cool. Um, What it is, is somebody will create a treasure uh, called a cache, Mm -hmm. uh, and that's spelled C-A-C-H-E, like the cache of a computer. Mm -hmm. Um, They'll create this little package or Mm -hmm. treasure or whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call it. It's called a cache, uh, and they will hide it somewhere, Mm -hmm. and they will mark it with the GPS coordinates. They'll upload those coordinates to the internet. Mm Mm-hmm. You can download those coordinates mm-hmm. and go looking for it. Okay. Now, the coordinates will get you in the general area. Okay. Um, depending on if you're really accurate, you know, you can get get you right on the spot. Wow. Um, but once you're there, you have to look for it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not just laying out in the open. It's got to okay. be hidden somewhere. Okay. Because if it's laying out in the open, anybody could find it and just take it. Yeah. So, and yeah, it's it's really, really fun. Well, now, mm. if I can, what you said they hide things. What kind yes. of things? Um, well, you know, the cache sizes vary. Oh. Uh, they go from the, the smallest ones are called nano caches. Okay. Which are, they could be like the size of your fingertip. Okay. Uh, Basically, it's just got to be big enough to fit a piece of paper into it. Why a piece of paper? Why because, is that important? Okay, every cache will have a logbook. Okay. And with the logbook, you have to sign it and date it mm-hmm. and put it back and put the cache back where you found it, exactly okay. the way you found it. Okay. Um, because somebody else is going to be coming along looking for it. Mm-hmm. Now, these nano caches, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times the, the logbook will mm-hmm. be a long sliver of paper that's okay. rolled up. Gotcha. And stuck down so it in there. like an old parchment that you would see like in the old movies. Like exactly, like exactly, okay. exactly. So, you you know, you roll it out and you sign it and then you roll it back up and stick it back in there. Now, actually, the, the very first cache that I found mm-hmm. was uh, one of these tiny micro caches. Oh. 
And um, I was I had no idea what I was looking for. Uh, the only cache that I had seen before that was one that a friend had shown me mm-hmm. on a video, and okay. he had found like a little Tupperware bowl. Okay. Now that's I'm sorry, we I didn't go to the other side of that. Uh, they could be as small as your fingertip. They could be as big as a house. Okay. I would hope the houses are easier to find. Well, the biggest one, <laughs> the biggest one that I've seen, uh, not one that I found, but one mm-hmm. that I've seen online, was actually a car. Wow. The car itself was the geocache. Wow. And the, okay. the stuff was inside of it. Whoa. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's pretty um, interesting. And then there's probably bigger ones out there. I would imagine. Um, one, one, one container that's very popular is a uh, those ammunition boxes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those big g- green ammo boxes. And it's, it's, it's basically a metal box. Yeah. They're yeah. watertight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Um, so anyway, uh, back to that first cache mm-hmm. that I found. Um, I had no idea what I was looking for. Really? And... I'm looking at the description, I'm reading mm-hmm. the logs, mm-hmm. and I'm looking, and there was this metal sign, and I'm looking all over the sign, I can't find anything, I'm looking all around the sign, I can't find anything. There was a diner across the street, so mm-hmm. uh, Tomoko and I went across the street mm-hmm. to get something to drink, because it was cold and rainy. Sure. Uh, so we went into the diner, we sat down, and when the waitress came over, I said to her, excuse me, have you ever seen anybody standing over at that sign uh-huh. poking around? And she's like, no, I don't think I have. And I, so we explained to her what we were doing. Uh-huh. And she seemed really interested. Uh-huh. So uh, we went back out. We checked a little more. And we basically gave up. Mm. And we went back to the car. And we're sitting in the car. And I pulled up. I was like, I wonder what a micro cache is. So... I pulled up Google on my phone mm-hmm. and typed in microcache, mm-hmm. and I was actually very fortunate of not knowing what I was looking for okay. and actually pulling up a picture of the exact container. Wow. I mean, that now that I know how many different types of containers uh-huh. there are, uh-huh. it could have been anything, but sure. I got very, very fortunate. So anyway, the container was this little tiny black capsule. <laughs> wow. Okay. And it literally was like the end of my finger, wow. about that size. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Wait a minute." And I went back to the I went back to the sign and on the back of the sign, mm-hmm. right at the bottom in the center, mm-hmm. it's magnetized. Right. It was stuck between two bolts. And so it looked like it was part of the sign. It looked like it was part of the sign. Interesting. And I what pulled that off idea. there and I was like, "Oh my god." And I, you know, unrolled uh-huh. it and I felt like I did it! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I had conquered the world, you yeah. know? And that really got me, really, really got me into hooked. geocaching. It got yeah. you hooked. Yeah, totally. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, what's the history of geocaching? I know you did a little bit of a research on this. Mm. Um, well, geocaching that? started uh, back in the spring of 2000. Okay. Um, it was uh, the GPS system. They had something that was called selective availability. Mm. And uh, what that was is... The selective availability would make the GPS coordinates. I just ter- thought of a, a, a dirty, disgusting thing I could have said about that selective availability, but I'll let that pass because I want to keep this family friendly as possible. <laughs> anyway, so, yikes! But anyway, the, the selective availability <laughs> yes. was uh, was mm-hmm. basically um, the GPS oh. system. The, the GPS system would not give accurate coordinates to civilians. Okay. So once they remove that. Mm. Um, this guy named Mike Ulmer, I believe his name was, okay. or Dave Ulmer, Dave Ulmer. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I believe he was working for the company, some company that had something to do with the GPS system. Okay. And to test out 
this new ah, system. Okay, so it's like a test. Mm, he okay. took this big bucket, like mm. a, I think it was like one of them big paint buckets. One of them big paint buckets. Yeah, and uh, he put in like that's uh, good for keeping a lot of frogs in there. He put in like software and videos, a slingshot. Uh, I think he put some money oh, okay. in there. Okay. Um, the the famous can of baked beans that he put in there. Um, so anyway, he hid that um, mm-hmm. at this place in uh, I want to say Beaver Creek, Oregon. Okay, now I'm not going to say anything about that either. Yeah, selective availability, <laughs> selective availability in Beaver Creek. Yeah, um, we're we're not talking in code here. This is just you know right. what they're called. You know. So anyway, he he buried he buried the 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 bucket mm. and uh, marked the coordinates, mm. and then he uploaded the coordinates to a Usenet group. Cool. And like within two days, mm-hmm. I think two people had found it and one person had logged, logged it. Mm-hmm. And the guy that logged it, I think his name was Mike. That's where I messed up Mike. Yeah. Uh, his name's Mike, Mike Teague. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's from Vancouver. Mm. So yeah, um, that's what the original stash was. The original catch. It was called a stash at the time. It's and called stash. Stash. I, I think it's a good idea that they changed the name. Right. Ex- and that's yeah. exactly why, yeah. you know, cause they, you know, like a stash of dope or something. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they changed it to a cash. And now, if you go to that place, mm-hmm. there's actually a plaque. That's nice on the ground. That, and and I've and I've got a picture here that I'm going to put on the web page. Oh, cool! I'd like to see that. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that up on, on nice. the web page um, at mullysplace.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the the plaque that now sits at the original site. That's nice. Can yeah. I get back to something though? The you makeup. said uh, mm-hmm. something about the famous can of baked beans. Mm-hmm. What does that oh, mean? Uh, he um, he put a can of baked beans in the in the original cache mm-hmm. and it stayed there. And the last picture that I saw of it, mm-hmm. it was like crumpled. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I have no idea, but it's like totally smashed. And now I have no idea if it's still there. Okay. Um, but the last that I saw of it, it was, okay. I saw it on some video. All right. Um, it was just mangled. Okay. <laughs> so I, I just, I just wanted to get back mm-hmm. to that. Cause I was like, I was mm-hmm. curious about that too. Well, now let me ask, how did you find out about this? How did you hear about geocaching? Um, well actually, um, I found out about it through Kurt. Okay. My friend, there's so people that don't know Kurt. Uh, how much stuff, mm-hmm. good stuff has Kurt introduced you to YouTube geocaching? Um, I, I was going to say something dirty again, but I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> I don't want to get um, Kurt in trouble. So for people that don't know Kurt, Kurt was living here. I worked with him mm. and he's a very outdoorsy guy. Yeah. Uh, he was always out hiking in the mountains mm-hmm. and he wasn't, the, he's not the kind of like a nature boy. Yeah. Mm. Rick Flair. Woo! Yeah. Woo-hoo! Um, That's he, not a he's not the type that, apologize. he's not the type that goes down beaten trails. No. He goes out in the where nobody's been. That's <laughs> to, his thing. To beat his trail. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, he just he came to work one day and he mm. said, "Jim, you got to check this out. It's geocaching." I'm like, "What the hell's geocaching?" Yeah. And he explained it to me, and I thought that sounds kind of interesting. It does sound and then, fun. It really. And does. then he showed me a video that he made and where he had found the cache, mm. and he videoed the entire thing, and he showed exactly where he found it. Mm. And I was like, "That's actually pretty cool." So yeah, um, it is. Uh, I downloaded the app and mm-hmm. checked it out, and so that, that's going. another thing. So you mm-hmm. you basically have to download an app, yeah, and and so it's uh, or or you could put I guess on your computer, but I mean because you're out 
trekking around, you, you do need to have something portable. So yeah, right. Um, well, if anybody's in, and then I was kind of going to do this one at the end of it. Oh, but, we could do it at the end. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll get. Well, why don't we do that? At the yeah, end? we'll get this at the end. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, how, how 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 to get into geocaching. Now, what's yeah. the appeal uh, of geocaching to you? I mean, is it is it getting out? Because I, I would imagine for Kurt, it's like for Kurt, it's it's another yet another reason to get out in nature and try to find some bugs and things like Believe that. Believe it or not, <laughs> I think he only found. I think he's only found one or two caches. Seriously? And he's he's hidden three or four, mm. but then he totally quit. Why? And the reason he totally quit mm. is he was coming out of the forest one day, mm-hmm. and there was a sign mm-hmm. some old man had gone missing. Whoa. Okay? And it had nothing to do with his geocache, oh. but he was thinking... If it had something to do with my geocache, I don't want to be responsible for that. Uh, so he totally quit. He totally quit doing geocaching. Okay. Well, that kind of touches on a, um, a, a question I was going to ask a little later, but I think it just brings it up. Well, wait a minute. I didn't answer the first one. Okay. Please answer that. The appeal, right? The appeal. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> right, right. That was the first right. question. Sorry. Uh, so the appeal for me mm. is actually just to get out. Uh, get some exercise, uh, spend time with my wife. Mm. I mean, we spend all our time together anyway. Yeah. So, but it's just another thing for the two of us to do. It's a, it's a mutual hobby. Right. Good. And um, get out, get some fresh air, get some exercise. Mm. I'm not a person that moves around very much. Mm. And this affords me a little bit of exercise. Cool. And um, I enjoy the adventure of it. And It is an adventure, isn't it? And I have to say, I've been living in this city for 23 years and since I started doing geocaching in 2012, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, I have seen places here that I never would have seen had it not been for geocaching. That's fantastic. Mm. That's really good. So it, it gets you out and about. It's something that you can really enjoy, it, it, you know, with a family, uh, mm. with your wife. Oh, and, and, man, if you had little kids, Jesus. Really fun. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You see, I'm thinking about doing this. Man, and, and kids can be very helpful. Because one of the things with geocaching yeah. is people seeing you while you're doing it. Uh-huh. Now, in America, there's a lot of big open spaces where people can go out in the woods mm-hmm, and do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But here, it's 99% urban caching. Yeah. And no matter where you go, there's going to be somebody there. And you have to be stealthy about it. You know, you got to... Why do you have to be stealthy? Well, because the people people that don't know what you're doing can mm-hmm. get curious. Mm-hmm. And uh, they may call the police. Yeah. Uh, they may... Uh, I, just re- I was just reading today. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a, a bomb squad called in in Niagara Falls. Seriously? For a geocache? It was a geocache. Yeah, it oh, turned out to be a geocache. Man. Somebody was hiding what a, a very popular thing to do in the states mm. and a lot of people hate it a lot of geocachers mm-hmm. a lot of geocachers that I've seen online really really hate this but the uh the light pole skirts at the bottom of a light pole oh, is like okay. a little yeah, box yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, those yeah. lift up oh. and people hide things under those Not and now for the most part a lot of geocachers hate those yeah um but this was yeah. somebody had stopped and found a light a light skirt mm-hmm. cache and somebody saw him lifting up the skirt and sticking something under there, and they called the police. Yeah. yeah. And then the police calls the bomb squad, and you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the downside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a cache that I, and here this is why I specifically say children are good for this. Mm. There's one cache that I want to get. I know exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. It's in a rest area on the on the highway. Mm-hmm. And it's next to the building. There's a flight of stairs, uh-huh. and they're metal stairs. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's magnet. 
and it's underneath the steps. Mm-hmm. But there are always cars parked there, and there's people coming in and out of the building, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I, I have literally sat there. One day I sat there for over an hour, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a clear chance to go after it. Hmm. And I kept thinking to myself, if I had a son, mm-hmm. son, go play under the steps. Yeah. And grab the grab the cash for him. Mm-hmm. Because they you know, people aren't gonna pay attention to That's a kid. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But a big foreign guy in Japan mm-hmm. poking around the steps mm-hmm. in the rest area. See now this kind of brings up uh, something that I hadn't even thought about as mm-hmm. I, I can see problems with this. Uh, especially mm-hmm. in the United States, as you just mentioned. Sure. And I can see problems huge problems with this in Japan. I said one of the questions I said like have you ever, have you personally ever had problems with any locals? Like, what are you doing looking under my bathroom window? <laughs> no, no. Uh, so far, so far, not. You haven't been caught looking under, you know, under people's bathroom windows. That's just, yeah. I was Good looking in you. the window. You um, are stealthy. Um, uh, so far, mm. knock on Formica. Mm. Um, I have not had any problems with anybody. Uh, but the uh, here in Shizuoka, yeah. we don't have many caches. Mm. Uh, there's like 30, uh-huh. 35 or 40 of them. Mm. And I have found all of them, except for the ones that are up in the extreme mountains that Kurt put out, Yeah, um, which I'll never be able to get to. Yeah. I have no interest in going after them. Yeah. Um, but all of the urban caches in mm-hmm. this area, I, <laughs> I have all of them. So I'm at a point now where I have, if, if I want to go geocaching, Either a new one pops up on the radar, mm-hmm. which happened last week. You saw my video yeah. that I went and got uh-huh. a, a geocache. Um, oh, no, I didn't make a video. I just put up pictures. Um, or uh, if we go to Nagoya or Tokyo, uh-huh. uh, we make it a point to you know maybe stop and do some geocaching along the way. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. add that little time into our drive. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, um, geocaching for me right now is kind of on a hiatus and, mm. unless I can go somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, do you have enough time for that? Do you want to spend the money on the gas and you know stuff like that? Well, I don't mind that, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, sure. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So geocaching then has to must be on public property then. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, so there are some some rules. Uh, I I, I want to say unwritten rules, but uh-huh. they're actually written. Um, uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't hide them on private property without permission of the mm-hmm. landowner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shouldn't hide them. In inside businesses, okay, uh, you shouldn't hide them near. So s- nothing in like a McDonald's or something, or right? Yeah, okay, right. Unless yeah. you have permission from the from shop Ronald owner, McDonald's. But one of the one of the things about geocaching is, uh, like, I have one that I've hidden out at the Italian restaurant that I always go to. Okay, yeah, but that's a little different. Yeah. But it's it's outside in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and I had to clear it with the geocaching people first. Okay, that. I had to make it very explicit in my description that you do not have to go into the restaurant. I understand. Because I could see how this could turn into like kind of an advertisement kind of thing and, and uh, well, yeah, an exactly. obligation to go and buy something to get the geocache. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and also, yeah. there, you know, you have to think probably a lot of people that do geocaching may not be very sociable. Uh, they may be shy around people. Sure. They don't want to go in. They don't yeah. want to be confronted by somebody. Yeah. You know, there are crazy um, people out there like like that that don't like Frozen or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, so I had to I had to put it in there specifically. You do not have to go into the restaurant. Um, but the people that have found it have all gone into the restaurant, enjoyed a cup of coffee or something. Yeah, well, it was a good, um, it's a great restaurant. Yeah, so, you know, you and know. I and I've made it very clear to the <clears throat> to the restaurant owner mm-hmm. if somebody's poking around out there, do not go out and talk to them. Okay. 
and he he knows what they're doing. So, yeah, because yeah. he knows what geocaching is. Sure. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Well, that's 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 very very interesting. Um, it's it's sad though that y- in some ways that you you found all the the geocaches in this area, mm. which uh, you know because I know you really enjoyed it mm. and you are enjoying it, but um, it, it's just like kind of playing a video game in that in that sense. Once you've once you've conquered the the last scene of a video game, it's just like mm. well I did it, but now what? Yeah, well now I'm I'm in a position to put caches out. Yes. Yeah. And that's. Uh, I was. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm sorry for looking down, folks. But I'm just. Look, I'm not. I have my pants on. I'm looking down <laughs> at, at my. Like, whoa! It's still there. Mm. Well, thank goodness. Um, you know, it didn't drop off. Um, but yeah, like how how many have you hidden? I have hidden four. You've hidden four. Yeah. I have found sixty. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Sixty. Yeah. Uh, my nearest cache it was uh, about seven kilometers mm. from here. Okay. Uh, down at the Horaibashi, the wooden bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, it's the longest wooden footbridge in the world. Yeah. Um, I, That was my nearest one, and my farthest one was South Korea. Oh, and you went to visit Steve? Yeah. Great. Yeah, I was... I was now, this is a very quick story. I went to South Korea uh, two Christmases ago, and... The day that I left, <laughs> I woke up. Well, we had a party at your house the night before. That's why I feel so bad about this. Because really, we're going to be talking to Steve in the near future. And the first thing I'm going to do is apologize. Like, <laughs> sorry for making Jim sick I and woke ruining up, your uh, vacation with him. It's I woke totally up that fault. morning to go to Korea and I was sick. Throwing mm. up. I mean, Whoa. I was... And you, I, don't, you don't usually get that sick. I was sicker than a dog. And... Uh, and, and I was just just to if I can, I'm sorry for interrupting, but we were fine. It's not like uh, we had six. It's six all little, his fault. It's all my fault. Yeah, um, we we spit in the cookies that you ate. Yeah, it must have been that. <laughs> um, like yakitori. I was throwing up. Wow. Had the you know had the chacos real bad, mm. and uh, I was literally when we were at the airport. I was walking across the parking lot, saying to my wife, "I don't think I'm going to go. You just go by yourself." That's how wow. that's how horrible I was. Wow! But I made it across. Got on the plane. Went over to Korea. Um, got into the hotel. Went out. Tried to have dinner mm. with my friend Steve, mm. uh, which he'll be on here with us next week. That's going to be so cool. Um, I tried to have dinner, but I couldn't eat because I was still so sick. So I went back to the hotel, um, and a fever had started. Uh oh. So I was in Korea for four days. Mm. I was sick the entire time I was there. Wow. Um, I was pretty much bedridden. But I went out one time because I checked my geocaching app. That's so. I pathetic. was laying in. I was laying in that the hotel so bed. I was laying in the hotel bed playing with my phone. I said, "Oh, I wonder if there's uh. any caches around here." And I <laughs> opened up my geocaching app, find nearby geocaches, and there was one just down the street. Wow! So I was like, "Wow." All right, I'll go get it. <laughs> that, that really is yeah. something that you should be uh, a little scared of. Yeah. You know, yeah. When, you, when you're that hooked on something, like, I can't Oh, it's eat. fun. It's, oh, it's, no, 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 it's, it, yeah. I'm, I'm just joking with you. No, I think that's great. I think that's absolutely fun. Mm. Now, this is something that I, I know the answer to, but I just think it's so interesting. Um, I know you've hidden uh, things, but can you buy things that will help you hide the, the containers and containers such? exactly yes. yeah yeah actually it, uh, and it, are they are they like really stealthy are they you know do they look like 
stones or do they look like you know mm. yeah well they're uh, like i said before I mean, the the caches could be anything mm. literally anything i was watching a video today where the cache was actually they had this velcro mm -hmm. stuck to the top of this thing uh-huh and they had a little box uh -huh. stuck to that okay and when you pull the box up and you open it it says did you really think it was going to be this easy oh boy okay so then they stick it back up there, uh -huh. and they search, and they search, and they search, and they search, and they can't find it. Uh -huh. It ends up, the logbook was actually inside the Velcro that's oh, stuck to the top of the... Man. Yeah, it's called the Most Evil Geocache, and it's uh, it's on YouTube. You can see that video. Pretty cool. Um, what, was, what was the question? Uh, can you buy... Containers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the yeah. containers, um, the container could be anything. It could be this Coke can. Wow. It could be anything. Mm -hmm. But yes, you can, at geocaching.com, uh, you can, they have like their official stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are other websites that sell stuff. Oh, really? Um, or you can just make them yourself. Sure. Um, what did you do? Um, well, I was so hyped up at the beginning that... You really were into this for a while. I yeah, mean, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the fever. Yeah, and it was like I was on the geocaching shop, and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta have this. I gotta." And I ordered like a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff, right? Mm. Um, I ordered like the stone. It's a stone with uh -huh. like a little tube underneath it, wow. and you just press it down into the ground. Wow! Right, and, and then, it looks good. It looks real, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I had another one. It was actually like a round stone. Wow! And it had a little lid on the bottom uh -huh. of it, and the thing was in there, so you could like put it in somewhere. Wow! Um, and I bought like the the marbles and the stickers and the pens and you know I got all the cool geocaching stuff. That's nice. Um, but uh, after that, I actually went to the dollar store uh -huh. and I bought like a bunch of little Tupperware bowls. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in my car, I've got a bag with six or seven little Tupperware bowls packed and ready to go uh -huh. with log books and pens mm -hmm. and everything. So if I'm out somewhere. And I find a really cool spot, I can just pull it out of the car and stick it in there and nice. log it. And you so know. you don't have to spend money on this. Uh, not all, you know, you don't have to go crazy with it. Yeah, no, no, don't have to go crazy at all. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, I want to go back just a little bit. Sure, you were asking about my how many hides that I have, mm -hmm. my personal hides. Mm -hmm. um, I have four. Okay, and the sad thing about this is mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. only have one. What? Because the other three disappeared. Oh. Uh, the one at the Italian restaurant, uh -huh. it got swept away in a flood. Ah, uh, well, yeah, you can't, can't get it. Yeah, and, and I haven't had a chance to put a new one there yet. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't 100% happy with the place where it was, so I was kind of reluctant to put it back there. Sure. Um, the other one uh, got stolen. Mm. Somebody, One person found it. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting the did not find messages. Uh -huh. So I went down and checked. And it's over there at, at the park over here. Mm -hmm. Sure. And oh, Rangage. Yeah, oh, okay. it's just right over uh -huh. here. Uh -huh. And uh, I went over there and I checked it. It was gone. Yeah, some, so kid, I, some kid probably found it. So I disabled that. And that was my little stone with the tube underneath Ooh, it. Yeah, so somebody, somebody saw that. They went, this is cool. I'm taking this. Yeah, yeah. some kid found that. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that one's gone. How many people found that one? One. Okay. So probably what happened is somebody saw him take that or her mm -hmm. take it up, put it back, and then they ran and got it like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to take these. Right. They, yeah. You know, gone. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, I don't remember what happened. Oh, um, it's just probably somebody found it and, you know, yeah. and took it. That one's up at the uh, Nihon Daida, up at the temple. 
Oh, okay. So you have to actually take the cable car across the... Whoa, across the, pretty cool. Across mm-hmm. the... Mm-hmm. What do you call that? The ravine? The ravine, sure. Like 1,200-foot drop, right? Yeah. Um, and that one, um, usually I don't give very clear clues mm-hmm. or big hints, mm-hmm. but that one, it actually cost you $10 to go across mm-hmm. there. So I was very specific. I put pictures of where it is. Yeah. And That's fair, you know. Yeah, and and the hint I said it's you know it's top of the steps under the rock on the right, you know. It's um, pretty clear. Yeah, very very clear. Yeah. Um, but the hints when when you pull it up on the page, mm-hmm. the hint is in code. Okay. So they actually have to either decode it themselves or hit the decode button. Okay. To to bring it up. So um, wait a second. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know any. Think about this, and a lot of people. Don't. So you can write descriptions, but you can also put it in code. Yeah, the, the page will put it in code for you, and put it in code. And then, if you need more help, you can then decode. You can hit that hint, right? Okay. Or you can decode it yourself. Okay. They've got the legend there for you. Okay. Um, and also with the pictures, the pictures don't show unless you click on them. Okay. And like on the app on mm-hmm. the phone, um, it'll tell you when you click on a picture. Mm-hmm. Pictures may contain spoilers. Okay. So then you can cancel it or you can mm-hmm. continue. So with that with that cache, I put pictures exactly where it was. I put a description exactly where it was because I if it's gonna if it's gonna cost you ten dollars to go over there, uh-huh. um, I don't want you to come back empty handed. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. You know, I, yeah. I don't want to see any did not sure. finds. But there, you know, there are some people that won't look at the hints and won't look at the pictures. They 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 like the challenge, and mm. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Um, but I just want you to know it's going to cost you 10 bucks to get over there. Yeah. And um, there is an alternative way mm-hmm. to get up there. The steps. 1,200 steps. Yep. Yeah. It's actually pretty famous around here. Yeah. Um, so if you're willing to climb, and the, actually a couple people have climbed it and found it. Um, no, I've done it. I've climbed those steps. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> um, I, I look from the top. Yeah. Uh, now, one thing that I will say about my, my caches mm-hmm. is... I don't have a whole lot of them out there, but mm-hmm. the places where they are are places that are worth going to if you don't find them. Yeah. You said that to me a while ago. Yeah. Because I, th- I I guess that, that goes without saying that the one you have left is in uh, up in the mountains in a nice place. I don't know if I should say the name to it. No, that's fine. That's okay? Yeah. So you have at, it up at in the Kawane. 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 At the Kawane, Kawane onsen. onsen. Yeah. And that place, uh, it's it's a uh, onsen is... Uh, Jesus, my English. Like it's it's a it's a public a public, public bath, bath public kind of bath. Thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. My daughters love it. Uh, they go up there all the time with their their grandparents, and um, it it's really a rather historic place because where where the onsen is, there's a, a very old style uh, train that goes past. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the old a steam train, steam train, and it's gorgeous and it's really really nice. And yeah. it's and the background of it, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It's yeah, really really uh, that that place is definitely. If you don't find it, mm. you had a great time there. And, yeah, and, and I try to make, if, if I'm going to hide something, that's the kind of hide that yeah, I want. I don't want nice. anybody to come back. Oh, shit, we didn't find it. And but, we went up there and there's nothing. Yeah. It's just nothing. Yeah. Um, Total waste. So I, I, I try to put some thought into my hides. Good. I think that's yeah. nice. I think it's a really good idea. Okay, what else you got for me, Dave? Well, I have to turn my com- my little computer device on, which I like to call an iP- iPod. Um, let's see. So, uh, oh. Would you recommend this to people? Oh, for sure. sure. For sure. And how would you go about doing this? I mean, you said you had to, to download an app. Okay. Well, the first step, mm-hmm. the very first step is to go to www.geocaching.com mm-hmm. 
and sign up for a free membership. Okay. So actually, to go searching for geocaches, mm-hmm. it won't cost you a penny. Okay. Well, very few pennies. Okay. Um, you get a free membership at geocaching.com. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. is a paid membership. Um, why, why? Because you need to... Well, with the paid membership, uh, there are some caches that people set just for paid members. I see. Okay. Now, I haven't come across that many of them. Okay. I've maybe one or two. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are ones that people, mm-hmm. you know, get a little elite. Well, if you're not going to pay for it, then... Um, I can understand that. Yeah. So uh, there are those, but you can also set friends. You know, you can build your own little community of That's nice. you know, people in your area mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pay for it. Just because I want to help support the site and support the company that's you know taking care of all mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. Um, I figure uh, it's 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 given me more fun than that twenty dollars a year. Twenty dollars a year? That's yeah, it? yeah. It's like twenty okay. or thirty bucks a year. Okay. It's really really cheap. Okay. Um, nice. So it's you know that's it's a tiny fee to pay for the mm-hmm. fun. So anyway, you can go to you can go to geocaching dot com. Sign mm-hmm. up for the free the 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 free membership, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, go to the you know. Hide and seek a cache, right? Type in your type in your area code. Uh-huh. If you're in the United States, type mm-hmm. in your area mm-hmm. code, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll pull up a map of all the geocaches in your area. Fantastic. And then you can click on those if you've got a uh, GPS device mm. or an iPhone or an Android phone. Uh, you can download the geocaching app. Fantastic. And uh, the app is like 10 bucks. Really, that's it? Yeah, it's a little expensive considering you can get 99-cent apps and stuff like that. Well, yeah, but But a lot of apps are free, but still, you know. But uh, over the past two years, Geocache has, uh, or I'm sorry, Groundspeak, I think that's the name of the company, has uh, made a lot of improvements on this this iPhone app. Mm, And yeah, it's it's getting much better every time. Their their upgrades have been really, really nice. Good. Um, So... uh, if, if you've got the app or a GPS device, you mm-hmm. can you know get the coordinates Great. and just head out and go looking. Cool, that's really yeah. Good yeah, it's 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 a ton of fun. It really really is. Mm. Really, that's, is. I, I, that's it's great. I, I think especially during spring and summer and everything, even during winter would be fun. Oh but yeah, I, I yeah. It's, it's a really it's a sounds like a wholesome hobby. The only thing that I'm concerned about is I can see how this could be a problem, as you said, with stupid people doing stupid things and. People are a little concerned, like, what's he hiding over there? I think I found a terrorist. Well, and called bomb squads. Well, and not that. only that, there have been a few deaths really? related to geocaching. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Um, and mostly from people falling off of things. There are some. Now, the difficulty of geocaching, it could be a level one or it could be a level five. What does that mean? Level one is something that could just be, like, tacked up under this desk. Okay. A level five, you you may need rope, ropes and harnesses to get ah, to it. Ah, okay. You may need scuba gear. I see. Um, so I know there's one cache. Uh, here we go. Let, let me give you guys some, some famous caches. Uh, there's one cache. It's 2,500 feet below sea. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then there is a cache on the top of Mount Everest. I, I, I figured there would be. Yeah. I figured somebody would put something up there. They're, they're, it's a, a micro-cache, too, I bet. <laughs> Make it even worse. I don't know. The description says that you actually have to go up there, uh, and there's something that you need to take a picture of. Okay. And send it to the cache owner. While you're up on Everest. Yeah. 
Okay. So, so it, it's some something something that you have to see. Okay, and you're not allowed to say what it is. Oh, I okay. okay. So the general public. So I have no idea what oh, it I is. See, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, okay, I have no so idea. Kind of um, keeps it into the. Into if I knew what theme. it was, I'd log a find. No, yeah, <laughs> but, um, but what I did oh, I do, see, I see what you're saying. But I what I did do. This uh-huh. is pretty funny. Um, if any geocachers out there are listening to this, go to the 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 Mount Ever- top of Mount Everest cache, <laughs> and uh, look for my 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 log. Uh, from Mully Man, M-U-L-L-Y-M-A-N. Uh-huh. Um, I, re- I registered a did not find. Uh-huh. And I put my picture. I have a picture of me climbing, a uh, Photoshop of me <laughs> climbing Mount Everest. Have you seen that picture? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh, I have to show it to you. Okay. It's me climbing Mount Everest uh-huh. with a bunch of climbers. Uh-huh. And they got all their gear and uh-huh. stuff on. <laughs> and I'm there in my Bengal jersey and shorts <laughs> giving the peace sign. <laughs> So, so I put that picture up there, uh-huh. and I said I should have brought a jacket. <laughs> now, did you get any? Did you get like trolls or anything like that? No, no, no. Everybody no, was laughing. No, at that nobody album. complained, uh, but no, but nobody mentioned it. Okay. So, um, okay. I, I I was so hope they, they I, didn't want to encourage others to do things like that. But well, they, they I was hoping in the spirit of it, you know, exactly. it was just, just fun, you know, that's exactly what because you, did. you know that that's a cash that you know most normal humans won't be able to ever go after. Nope, nope, nope. So, nope. I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, it doesn't get any negative uh, feedback. Mm. But, you know, that's, that's just a... Now, uh, there there are a few downsides to geocaching. What? Well, one of, one of the biggest ones that irritates me is I think anytime you get any kind of activity going, there's always going to be that one elitist group. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And there's one group that really, really drives me insane... Are the people that think that you really can't do geocaching the right way with an iPhone? Huh? You have to have a GPS uh, device rather than using an iPhone or or a smartphone, right? And that I'd like to punch them right in the throat. Yeah. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with using an iPhone. No, nothing. No, it's not ex- as accurate as one of these GPS devices might be. But it's accurate enough. Well, you have been able to find many of them. You said 60, so I guess yeah. it's getting the job done, huh? Yeah, and, and well, 60 is a small number in the geocaching world. Oh, I bet. Uh, there are more than, I think there's 2.3 million caches really? around the world. Wow. Um, and uh, some of the places that they don't, well, pretty much anywhere you go in the world, you, you'll be able to do geocaching. I know North Korea doesn't have any. Shock. Yeah. Um, Oh man, you know I should have looked up that list of countries that don't have geocaches. But if if you go online mm-hmm. and you pull, if you go on geocaching.com uh-huh. and open up the map, mm-hmm. you'll see the dots where yeah. the geocaches are hidden, uh-huh. and you'll see the empty spaces where yeah. where there's no caches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Well, anything else? Uh, no, I think that's about it. Actually, yeah, those those are all the questions I had. Um, I don't know how long we've been talking because I just don't know. That's right. Uh, but let's take a look at what uh, the Nut Gallery has to say. Okay, well, here we go. We're going into the Peanut Gallery. Hi, guys. Hi. All right, so Frederick says, uh, sorry I won't be able to follow because I have to be working. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, not good at English, but I enjoy. Mm. Um, That's okay. We're not good at English either. Mark Everard says, hi, hi again, guys. Oh, where'd it go? Um, hi again, guys. Glad I caught you live this time. My heart goes out to fellow mouth burn victims. Thank you. Thank you. It really hurts. Uh, dual overhead cam naked says, I love Yaki Torty. Me too. Claude Speed 30. Hey, Molly, I was just curious as to why the tweet you sent out about your your live stream was in Portuguese. <laughs> that's that's the way I do things. That's the that's way I roll. That's the way he rolls. Exactly. Um, 
Don't put your yakitori in the pot again after you're biting it. No, <laughs> it's yucky. Don't do it. Uh, Frederick from Zurich. Hi, Jim. Hi, Dave. Greetings hi. from Zurich. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, da, 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 da. Do you know the anime Akira? Uh, yes. Uh, we don't really. I don't really watch it, but it's it's huge. And I know they. I think they're doing a live action movie of that. <laughs> no idea. Um, let's see. Uh, non-demo guy says having a suspicious package in a beaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jacob Singleton says, "Who plants the geocaches? Uh, the geocaching members, me, yeah. you, um, whoever. Um, you are free to. Uh, you're free to plant caches yeah. out there. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the next one. Uh, which one? Uh, I, I need a geocaching. The Nandemo Nandemo guy. Need a geocache. It looks like a healthy large dog turd." People, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if there's yeah. one out there. It yeah, would not surprise me. I really me. wouldn't either. Um, and that's actually a good idea. Um, let's see. Large dog, emergency food. Good man, Molly. Support what you love. Thank you very mm. much. Um, well, well, we don't really have any. Well, that's okay. Molly, what was your favorite catch? Oh, that's, a, that's a good one. My favorite? Um, well, mm. the first one mm. where I broke my cherry, that's going to be... Huh? That's uh. going to be one that uh, that I'll never forget. Uh, <laughs> you never forget that, do you? Now, now, what's interesting about this, the person that left that cache mm-hmm. doesn't live in this area. Oh. And that's another rule. You shouldn't leave, you shouldn't put caches out if you can't go and maintain them yourself. Ah, that's a good idea. So if you're, yeah. if you're traveling six states over, don't leave a cache out there and so then the go one, home. Because so the one you left in South Korea is a no-no, really. No, I didn't leave one. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I went and found one. Ah, I'm sorry. I went and found I'm one. sorry. I apologize. No, the one, the first one that I found that little that little micro cache. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person doesn't live here, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm an easygoing guy. So I mailed him and I said, "Look, if you ever need anything, just let me know. I know where it is. I can go check it for mm-hmm. you." Um, and it started getting a, a run of did not finds mm-hmm. on the logbooks mm-hmm. on the logging mm-hmm. on on online, mm-hmm. and. Boy, I really flubbed this up as far as explaining the game. Um, and okay. I'll, I'll get back to it. Okay. Um, so I went and checked it out. Mm-hmm. And it had fallen on the ground. Uh, and uh, the magnet was... There was something over in the magnet. Mm. It wouldn't stick really well. Sure. So I went to the store. I took it and I went to the store. And I bought a black magic marker. Uh-huh. And I got some stuff, and I cleaned it all off really good. Uh-huh. It was, and I painted it again with the marker uh-huh. and, you know, fixed it all up. Uh-huh. Uh, I glued the magnet back in. I bought some super glue. Good. Uh, glued the magnet back in, took it back, set it up, and I wrote the guy. I said, hey, you know, I did the maintenance for this, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, so anyway, guys, uh, what I said where I kind of screwed up before. So you, you can download the coordinates to go get your app, to go mm-hmm. get your, go get your cache. Mm-hmm. You go find the cache. Mm. Once you find the cache, you open it up, check out what's inside, sign the logbook, date it, put everything back and put it back where it was. Now, if there's anything in there that you want to take, you can feel free to take it, but make sure that you put something in return oh. of equal or more value. So oh. let's say you've got a small box and okay. there's something in there that you want. Uh-huh, like a keychain or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can take that out, mm-hmm. but, Replace, replace it with something. Okay. Um, and then that's interesting. Then once you get home, or you can do it from your phone mm-hmm. if you're on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, log your visit, mm. and uh, on on the geocaching website, mm. 
and that's that's pretty much it. That's what you do. Cool. Now there are other things that are um, like uh, travel bugs. Um, travel bugs. Travel bugs. Yeah, they're items that are intended to move around. Okay. And they 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 are registered. They've got numbers. Okay. So if you find something that's got a travel bug in it, you can take the travel bug out and you take it to the next cache that you go to and you drop it off there. That and makes, then that's cute. And then you log that on the site. That's nice. Um, that's cute. A lot of these will have destinations. They want it to go to a certain place. Okay. Um, I had a lady from England mail me one time. She had four four uh, travel bugs mm-hmm. that she wanted to have in Japan. Okay. So she sent them to me by uh-huh. mail. Uh-huh. And I put them out in, in circulation here. Uh-huh. And two of them are already back in England. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty fun. That's, yeah. That's cool. And I've got one here. Mm. Um, I've got one here laying somewhere uh, that I bought that I eventually want to put out. And I want it to go to uh, Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, so uh, where are we going with this? I I think we're I think we've we've looked at oh the my, my favorite cash my favorite cash. oh your favorite cash um well obviously the first one was my favorite um, one of my favorites um probably the coolest one that I found most of the ones that I find are usually um old mint cases okay plastic mint cases sure, uh huh. And uh, that's very popular here in Japan, those little square cases. Yes. And they just have a logbook in them. I am so used to micro caches. Mm -hmm. I would say 99.9% of the caches I found have been micros, just Mm -hmm. a logbook, Uh that when I find a big one, Uh it just kind of seems like a pain in the neck with Mm -hmm. all that stuff in it. Yeah. I just want to sign the book and go Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm just used to finding the micros. Sure. And I, but I can see if you had found all the big ones and then you find a micro, I mean, what the hell is this micro? You know, there's nothing here. Um, but the coolest one that I found was actually a rusty bolt. Really? Yeah. Huh. And the, the head of the bolt screwed off. Okay. And the log book was inside Ah, the bolt. Ah, so it's one of those kind of really sneaky spy kind of things. Really cool. Really cool. And those you can buy online at the geocaching.com. Um, but yeah, you know, you're do it, do it yourself shop. So really, I mean, this geocaching, uh, the, uh, the little things that you use as, as you were saying, the the little containers, Mm -hmm. they could be fairly, you know, used for bad stuff and fairies, you know, like hiding things if, if bad people like, well, you know, well, I, you know, I, I've always wondered, you know, like, you know, People hiding drugs and stuff like that. That's, but, I, that's what I was alluding to, yeah. But, you know, so far, I haven't heard any stuff like that. I mean, I've heard of, you know, cops being called mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I haven't heard anything really illegal. Okay. I'm, the, the stories may be out there, but I don't really scan for stories, so I don't know. That's cool. Um, well, Jacob, Jacob is asking, um, Dave, will you now devote some time to geocaching? If so, can we expect some Mully Dave adventures? Wow. That's actually an interesting idea. Um I don't know if I have time. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting out more. Mm. I spend too much time at my school, I think, sometimes. Mm. Um, but I don't think we could really go out too far away. The downside for him is that he doesn't drive. Yes, that's true. I don't drive in this country. I drive in California, but I right. don't drive in this country. Right. So That um, is true. It would be hard to. And somebody had asked, is there geocaching in Japan? Yes, there is. Um, actually, if you, if you go to Tokyo, Nagoya, mm. Osaka, 
plenty of them. Really? You know, I could keep myself busy for weeks if I was up there. Okay. Well, that's something that would be interesting then. But I'm in a little city here that, you know, doesn't have much. Nope. So. Nope. Well, that's okay. All right. Well, I guess that is about it. Um, I think so. That sounds fun though. I I hope if there are any geocachers out there, I hope I did some, uh, did some justice to this. Uh, you definitely did. And I think, actually, I so. if there's anybody interested in geocaching, I think that's the, that's the main that's the main point of this podcast, to get people interested and to give it a try. Yeah, yeah. Get out there. Give it a try. It's a great activity. Mm. You know, get out, get some fresh air. Uh, get out there with your kids. Get out there with your loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, have some fun. Just be careful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, don't, um, don't go after something that... Maybe a little too much, a uh, little too much for you. Yeah, you know, um, we don't know your it. limits. Yeah, yeah. Be, you know, be careful. And when you're feeling around for things, you know, mm-hmm. especially like in the spring and summer this time uh, of year, careful of spiders, snakes. You know, if you're out in the woods, be careful of sure. snakes and yeah, you know stuff absolutely. like that. Um, you know, but you know, for the most part, I, I think it's pretty safe. Cool. Yeah. Great. Have a good old time. Mm. All right, and 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 don't be a snob. You can't. You're not doing it right if you don't have a GPS unit. Throat punch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, guys, we want to thank everybody for coming in tonight. Uh, as usual, uh, any links to anything related to social media, you can go to www.mullysplace.com. Mm. The podcast can be listened to there. Uh, you can also download us from iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, we now have a new Twitter account just for this podcast at Mully's place. Mm. Uh, all information will be in the show notes along with links to geocaching.com. Great. And I'll put a link to Wikipedia from geocaching, you know, all that other stuff. Uh, and maybe, maybe I'll put a link to a cool video up there. Cool. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for hanging out. Uh, this is Mully. This is Dave. Keep it between the lines.